Welcome to Jewish History with Rabbi David Katz, connecting the human side to Jewish history. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com. Hi, it's, um, let's see, Tuesday night. And I think I'm going to take a try at the uh, tefillah because I've got a very busy week, I'm happy to say. And um, let me see if I can do this because uh, I saw something that, that came to my, uh, that made me think about uh, the tefillah. And um, as always, these are sponsored by Mishpachas Stefanski. <coughs> I'll get right down to it. Now the Pesach is over, so I was looking for a new Musser thing, you know, looking for five minutes every day or something like that. <coughs> and uh, I, pe- I I picked out the the Chavaz Halvavis, Golden Oldie, uh, <coughs> which I haven't done in a couple of years. And uh, when I was young, I definitely didn't do it. I read it, it was like boring. You know how it gets when you're older, it's, it's not so boring anymore. And it so happens, I wouldn't say the Chavaz Halvavis is the easiest, safer to do, but it so happens that I got a couple years ago, was Really wonderful, gorgeous set, that, which has appealed to a guy like me. You know, it's got all the manukod, everything, and uh, everything has nikodos. You know, even the dots, and also has what they call um, uh, koteris mishneh. You know, which you have the stuff on the side, which condenses the paragraph <coughs> in a in a few words, which I like. Also manukod. You know, some people like art, some people like music. <coughs> this is the kind of thing that turns me on, and so. <coughs> I see, I actually bought, I had it over in the corner, I wasn't looking at it. I actually bought two uh, copies of the same set. One is the Chobos Havavah Straight Whiskey, with no, uh, with no Mepharshim. But the same outfit, same publishing company, published another one with a bunch of old-fashioned classic Mepharshim on it. Pas Lechem, Tolavonim, Arpil Nefesh, and so forth. <coughs> and, you know, if you're interested in this subject at all, so this is, you know, for, for a guy like me, this would be something that would encourage me to uh, go through the Sefer, uh, the Chavaz Elbavis, which is a remarkable work because a lot of things that people think are Maimonidean, most of the Velt, are there long before Maimonides, okay? Uh, a lot of the stuff you find in the Ramah, even the Mernavuchim, a lot of it you find by Sadiagon and by uh, our author here. By the Chubas Halvavas. The Rambam, for those who don't know, I'm talking about, you're talking about the 900s, the 1000s, the 1100s. Sadiqon lived in the 900s, the Chubas Halvavas in the 1000s, the Rambam's in the 1100s. I mean, you know, if you need that guide. <coughs> now, um, so I just like it. Now, the, the, the thing is that it's the old uh, translation. The guy's very yeshivish. Obviously, this outfit's called Mishnah Hasefer or something like that. It's the name of the publishing <coughs> company in Jerusalem. And uh, they obviously, it's a labor of love. I see the way they put it together. And for me, that's artwork. <clears throat> for me. That's my Mishigas. Now, um, <clears throat> I know there are other ones in the Makutas, but this one's better. And especially what I call the thing, the, the paragraph on the side, because Chavos uh, of of course, written a thousand years ago, so it's the old-fashioned style. It's kind of a boring style that it goes very long in a lot of places. And who's got the patience to go through it all unless you have to? 
And this way, with the notes on the side, you know, like they have in the Mirchas Chinuch, that kind of thing, uh, they condense a lot of the wording into modern Hebrew in, in, you know, a few words, a few sentences. And then, armed with that, if you want to, you know, you plow through all the work. <clears throat> the There are better translations, I would say, speaking from a scholarly point of view, of the Chos Alvavos, <clears throat> which was written in Arabic, of course. And so, uh, you know, the, the... And I have somewhere, or actually I lost it, by which I mean somebody borrowed it, didn't give it back. I have the uh, Kapach Chos Alvavos, which... I think the Moser of Koker somebody put out years ago. Uh, mine actually was deficient. There was like a chapter that was a blank pages. It could happen. I really should do something about that. But anyway, <clears throat> this one that I'm looking at is the old translation from way back when, a thousand years ago, from Yehuda Ibn Tibbin. With a very nice, um, uh, they have everything you're very nice. All minute, this much the way I like it. And they have the famous introduction of the translator where he said, you know, Bionis and Lunial asked me to do this, and the Rivet asked me to do this. And, you know, it was in Provence, you know. <clears throat> and so, the long and the short of it is, it's a, it's a good job. Now, there's an introduction, then he goes right into Shari Yichud. <clears throat> which is famously skipped in the yeshivas. You know, in classic yeshivish stuff, Chobos of Obis is, 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 a, is a very basic work. It's one of the main Moses farm ever, ever. Uh, in the Hungarian yeshivas, the Chassam Sober, they used to learn uh, the, the Magad Shir would say over five, ten minutes of Chosov every day before we give the Shir. <coughs> uh, but everybody knows that the system was you, you skip to the, the Muslim parts, not the first parts, because that was considered too philosophical. And the and the main chapter you skip was the Shahayichud. So it's almost like a cliche. You get the Chosov, but you skip the Shahayichud. So nobody knows what the Shari Yichud is, uh, usually. But in this edition, uh, wait, but you don't have to. I mean, you know, uh, there's no need to. Uh, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but there's no need to. So I was just looking through it uh, the other day, the Shari Yichud. And what he's talking over there is the Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkein Hashem Echad. What do you mean by Echad? There's a mitzvah in the Torah Yichud. To be Miachet Hashem. When you say in the davening, this this is, goes to the core of all the tefillah. What are you talking? What are you talking to? Who are you talking to? I've touched on this from time to time, and it's a basic nikuda, and it's very interesting because he's aware of this a thousand years ago in in terms of how it affects people's davening. <clears throat> and the fundamental problem we have with tefillah, all of us Jewish people in general, is they don't know what the heck they're talking about. Literally, they do not know. And I see over here, rather than read the Arichas, take a thing where Hudavin Tibbin, I'll read the thing on the side where he starts over here in the Shari Yichud. And he says, Yesoda Dasi Yehudas Yichud Hashem. The basis of the Jewish religion is Yichud Hashem. <clears throat> okay, what does that mean? Hakolel, the concept of Yichud Hashem, includes Emunabim Siyusel. Three three components. You believe that God exists, Bashu El Kainu, and that he's El Kainu. Because just because he exists doesn't mean he has a relationship with with the Jewish people. Bashu Echot. Okay? So when you say the word 
Bruchat Hashem or Echon or anything like that. Or if you're supposed to, or when you're davening, basically, What does it mean, This is the meaning of That's what I want to leave you with from this talk tonight. Uh, and most people, you know, let's put it this way. This is why you say the Shema before you get to be Hafta and all the other stuff. Well, that's Abbas Hashem, that's Yiris Hashem, and so forth and so on. But first, you have to know what you're talking to. What you're talking about. Who you're talking about, if you prefer. <clears throat> okay? <clears throat> and it goes on to develop this idea. And again, I'm using the Kitsurim over here because I think they're very useful. Tachos <clears throat> the idea behind the Tachlis, the purpose of this mitzvah, or that might not be the right word, the goal of this mitzvah, <laughs> that a person should understand ba'omik libo, what he's saying. What he's saying. Notice what is tefillah. What is the davening all about? What are you saying? Lahotzi amunus pechusos ho'alulus hagshem and to drive out of your mind as much as possible false ideas. That will lead you to think of God in some kind of, in some sort of form. I don't want to even say physical, obviously not physical, but some kind of a form. Which is very hard. Now, I'm not going to take it to the Maimonidean step, which I've talked about in the past, which is even an unknowable God, but let's do it, push it, like he's doing, the Chos us. So, who are you talking to? And if you have a, an idea or a form out there, probably it's wrong. Hamila <coughs> Yichud. And he goes on to develop over here in, <clears throat> very interestingly, and this is probably why the yeshivas always avoided it. Kibla mashmos rabbis misibashonis. The word yichad Hashem is very unclear to most people. And it's, it takes a lot of, uh, it has taken on a lot of meanings. Lochin yish arba dargos shall havonasamusi yichad Hashem. So there are four levels. Four types of people. As we would say today, four four types of daveners. Right? Um, four types of daveners, including you and me and everybody else. Aleph, number one. Hamiyached es Hashem befiv bilvav. Bilvav. Menachoshim HaShomer. Somebody just says the words. Don't know what they're talking about. That has to be Rov Klal Yisrov. I mean, it's kind of funny, because we've been around for thousands of years, and davening's around for thousands of years, and people have been yonam all the rest of it. How many people you think, you know, you ask somebody and show the Yichud Hashem, you know, what, what, what does it mean? You know, it, it, it's got an Echad. Do you mean an Echad like this, like that? It means something different. You know, there's like a ton of people out there that say the words, but they don't know what they're meaning. So let's put it this way. Those people are not Makayim. That's what he's saying. They are, by the way, Mekayim Tefillah in terms of Tefillah B'tzibur and wrote, and I'm not knocking that, you know. In other words, there is a big value um, for a person joining a Tzibur and Dominic. There is. And the, sim- the simple person who says, look, I don't have the capacity, or it's beyond me, or it's not something I can wrap my head around, or, I don't know, or something like that, 
But whatever it is, that's what I want. I mean, that's got to be okay, too, from a strictly theological perspective. <clears throat> the Rambam, of course, said that people get this wrong are uh, heretics. The Rambam blasted him for that, as we all know, in Hilchus Shuba. They're not heretics. They just don't know. Most people who have dominated down through history, you know, form some kind of a picture and image of God. Can't help it. Unless you really work not to do it. So his first level is a miyachet is Hashem b'fi b'lvad the second level, that's the lowest. The second level, <coughs> listen to this. This really is most people. Which today we would say that's a good thing. Someone who goes <coughs> by Messira. In other words, I don't know what Hashem is. I know that's good enough for me. You get it? I don't remember saying it was good. My father, my my Zaydi, my Bobby, back there, you know, a thousand years, it's going on. It's good enough for me. You know? Whatever they thought, that's what I think, or something like that. And he considers that also a low level, which which which, which is kind of interesting, okay? Um, to use the language of the Chobos of Obis himself, he says... Shaposha, and now I'm using, reading the actual Ibn Tibbet. And they shaposhta milos yichud bedivri anche yichud. That the, the, the word yichud has spread <coughs> among a lot of people. Here, gilvo harbil shon mabim tomid. And people use it all, talk about it all the time. They believe in one God or yichud or something. Adashe shabmi milos atem al tov al ra. Behem bishamsha becherdosan tsar gedola hagdila hafalin yala. And they use it all the time. When they're in trouble or not, or, or or talk about how great it is, they have no. But they never actually really think. What exactly are they talking about? What's the amita of the Indian? Emes of the Indian? And and they're generated by sichlus and atlas, by by silliness and, and laziness. And so all I have to do is say the words. Hashem Echad. I believe in Hashem Echad. Shema Yisrael. Hashem Echad. I'm Yosekim and the Yichud. And he said, no, you're not. <laughs> Why not? I said, I believe in Hashem Echad. Whatever it means. It's, uh, I'm Yosekim and the Yichud. No, you're not. V'lo yargishu ki libosam reikim mi'amitoso u'masponeim norman yano. They don't understand that in their hearts and their minds, it's empty from understanding. Neishem yachim v'shom mina because they're only singing by the lips. V'yachshu b'lvom Yosekim me'echad but if you ask him in their mind what they think, no, as I know you say the words Hashem Echad, but what you think when you say that, you think like the number one or something like that, all which is totally wrong. And um, and therefore, you know, they're in bad shape. And he talks about the other people, <coughs> what do you call the frummies? They think they are. Yichorel believe Voloshan Alidea Kabbalah. By tradition, but but. He used the word Kabbalah. We would say today, Messiah. See, this is why the Yeshivas don't like this chapter. What's wrong with saying I'm following the Messiah? At the end of the day, the whole Judaism is based on the idea that you believe in the Messiah. Back in the time of the Chosovos, they, they believed that you could arrive at truth through argument. I mean, intellectual argument, of course. Through reason. But today we say it's only Messiah, you know? So he 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 blessed that. 
He believes the person who 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 shared it with him, you know, who uh, passed it down to him. He himself doesn't understand it on his own, from his own sake, and therefore, what you're basically doing is you're like a blind person following a person who has sight. And as far as you know, let's put it this way, the guy that transmitted it to you doesn't know either. See, so it's just a long chain of one trusting the other. You guess, you understand? You trusting this one, he's trusting this one, he's trusting this one. And he says the Lashonair. So it's like a long chain of blind people. So knows you have a line of millions of people with, with a person, with one person with sight at the head of the column. And they're all following him, and they're all just relying one on the other. If that, if anything happens to the guy in the front, who has sight, or if anybody in the line falls out, right? If anybody falls along the way, there's nobody will be able to know because everybody's blind in the line. So it doesn't sound like he has a very high opinion of people that we would call today from. From in the sense of pious. I do. My mother did it. My father did it. My my grandparents did it. My great grandfather was this famous rabbi. Blah blah blah. You know that kind of. He ain't got no time for that, right? And another problem is somebody who who just gets it from somebody passed it on may end up with a certain amount of shituf because you think about God and and other things together with it. Uh, and anyway, he goes on. He's not crazy about that. The third one, the third level, which is getting closer to the better way, So with this person, when he says Hashem Echad, which we say every day, he gives thought to it, he's misboining. But he doesn't have a philosophical education, or a, 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 maybe I should use the word, an education in logic. There's a science called logic. And, you know, what's a good argument, what's a bad argument, what's a good dimion, what's a bad dimion, and so forth, uh, likes and unlikes, and... Uh, a person who doesn't have this kind of education, which none of us do, you know, very few people have that. It used to be in the old classical times they get educated in that. But he's saying, and this is quite a statement, this is not me talking, this is a Chavos So at least this person, who's the third level, is intelligent enough that he says to himself, what am I saying every day, <laughs> you know? Hashem will come Hashem I mean, what is it that, you know, like, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean? So that's a good start. Instead of saying like this, I don't know what it means. My Bubby said it. My Zadie said it. There's Zadie said it. There's Zadie, so I do it too. You know, I'm following the Masorah. He doesn't like that. This guy that I'm talking about now, which is a better Madriga, he's saying, what do these words mean? Echad. Or something like that. The only problem is... Lo Loma is Darchi Haigoyan. He didn't he didn't take a, a, a course in college logic. Fahekesha Sikhli and in how to 
compare and, and differentiate between different, that's part of, uh, of, of logic. Um, and then to use that, the intellectual tools out there, to perceive the Messiah Hashem, the existence of God, meaning, so that it's not something you believe, but something that you know, and it's not just the existence of God, but what God is, which is the Yichud part. And finally, he gets to the fourth level, which is Adaga Mushlemes, the, the highest Madrega. Someone who has taken a logic course. And he's able to employ logic um, to Alpidarchi Harayos, you know, bring a Raya, through, through the ways of bringing proofs, in other words, through logic. And then to demonstrate from that the Messiah Hashem and the Yichad Hashem. So that's quite a tall order, okay? That's a, quite a tall order. Now, uh, I'll say it again. The problem I have with that, anybody has with that, is a thousand years ago, <clears throat> people were into the idea that you can demonstrate proof by uh, intellectual argument. We don't believe this anymore. <clears throat> what I mean by that is you and I, in our everyday life, I mean, we do daven, but in our lives, when we want to find something that is supposed to be true, you look for like what we call science. You know, whether you want to admit it or not. Uh, demonstrate something. Show me. <clears throat> you know, drop a ball and then make the argument for gravity. You know, like like that. Show to me. Don't say, I'll bring you a rye of this, I'll bring you a rye of that. Without showing me a demonstration. Empirical verification, they call it. Right? Show, show it to me. Now, um, the, what do you call it? This being the case, so this system of Echad through Darke Higoyen is like tricky nowadays because we have to understand the Echad in a modern way. Um, the logical arguments, it seems to me, are still there, but you're not coming at it proving something. Uh, the proofs that they offered in the old days for God or the proofs for Yichud aren't proofs nowadays. Although the arguments against, what shall I say, Shituf, uh, and, uh, you know, there's God has this aspect to him, that, I mean, those are very good arguments. <clears throat> but, of course, the problem with that, from a modern perspective, is if God created all that stuff, so you don't have to be subject to that. You can't say God can't be this because it's not logical. Who says that God is subject to logic? If you say God is subject to logic, then you're like taking away from his power because he created logic. Hashem doesn't need nothing. You see? So it's tricky. And yet, I say every day, Shema Yisrael Hashem is God, you know? And Yichad Hashem is one of the Tariq Mitzvahs. And it does say, Hashavos Elevecha. What does that mean? <laughs> this day and age. What does that mean? <clears throat> And then he goes on to... Now, what I really liked about it is that he says like this, um, you know, in Perkyovis, and I was thinking, by the way, now that the summer is here, maybe once or twice, a couple times, we'll do something from the Perkyovis, because that's part of davening these days. And, um, uh, hold on one second. Here, I pulled out <coughs> Perkyovis. I think this is really good. You know, do you say Perkyovis? I mean... 
a lot of people have dropped that. But anyhow, um, in the second paragraph, it says, You should apply yourself Probably you've heard this. So the usual way to read this goes as follows. Rabbi Lazar is saying four distinct items. Heavy shakad lomot Torah. Number two, dalmasha tashav apikaris. Number three, dalif neimiyat haomel. And number four, neman hublach mlachta shem chalz perlecha. Four points of faith. <coughs> but I see the Chavos Avos says it's very cool. He says when you get into these kind of questions like Hashem Echad or Yichud, Yichud. So, as I said before, he criticizes the from person who simply says this. I got by Misora. And he says the language is The person who just accepts Yichud Hashem because that's what he heard from his rebbeim, from his parents, you can't be sure with him that he won't end up screwing it up. If he hears people who don't believe in a single God, but they believe in some kind of a trinity or a duality, or things like that. That's what I mean. Those who believe in more than one. Uh, you know, I mean, the Chobos always lived in Spain. Bach in Pekuda. If I remember, he's in Barcelona. So, he had a lot of uh, Catholics there, for example. They had intelligent people. They have good arguers. And you start out by saying, I believe in one, but then by the time you finish, you believe in three. If he runs into one of these guys, they might persuade him. That's the meaning when it says in the Pirkei Ovis, I love this. You have to learn a lot in order, in order to be able to answer Abikaris. You hear that? The reason they're juxtaposed, they're in smichas, is because one is necessary for the other. Um, I tell you the truth. I never thought of it that way. Or that that's the meaning of that picky of us. You know, just for the heck of it, I opened up now my little uh, rusty, trusty Medvish Shmuel, which, as you know, is the old um, like Shita Mukobetsis on the picky of us from a Talmud of the Rizal. And I said, you know, is this like a, a, a is this a regular shot like that? And I don't see anybody saying that. So I thought that's really cute. <laughs> You can't be able to answer Abikaris <coughs> unless you shakad lomotor. Shakad lomotor doesn't say tomot tomot harbe. Shakad means you learn, you know, with shkida. In other words, with with uh, tremendous concentration and thought, or avanya as they used to call it, and uh, you know, like a Kanyevsky style, that sort of thing. And um, then maybe a bit of So in other words. In this case, when we're talking about the question of what does Yichud mean, so, um, otherwise you won't know and you can't say, well, I heard it from my Rebbeim. If you're the type of person that believes something you heard from your Rebbeim, then well, you're the type of person that he's saying that you can be persuaded by others. Since I heard from a from Rebbe this way, I was persuaded that that's what Judaism means, and that's what's right. But if I ran into another guy, I could be persuaded differently. How can you make it 
that you get to the truth and nothing can dissuade you from that. It requires shkida and limana Torah, which doesn't simply mean, you know, you learn it over and over again, and you know, like a modern yeshivas. It means a deep introspection into it. I, I thought that's kind of cool. And what else is he saying? Um, and then, but you have, but rather, the only way it works, at least in his time in the 11th century, was through using logic, uh, formal logic. Now, um, and this comes very interesting because how does he employ the formal logic? Um, let me save this for next time because this is already a big subject. And if I go on this, it'll go for an hour. So uh, let's regard this as part one. And maybe I'll come back to this next time as part two. I really like this. If, I don't know if you're interested in what I'm saying tonight at all. Maybe find it interesting. Maybe you don't. Everybody's different. But if you are, I really like this edition of the Chos Elvavis. It's called Mhudr in Kotorot Mishneh. And it's from an outfit called Mishnah Sasefer. It, it, it makes it a lot more fun to read as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, once again, I want to thank Mishpachas Stefanski and everybody should have a good week. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com.